Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast on a fabulous Friday. Absolutely. Full of I'm attention. Harold Herring and that's my super fine wife, Beth. Mm, full of potential, full of potential day. Amen. All right. Our do not fear. Do not be afraid. Do not cower down. Scripture is from Deuteronomy 7 verse 18. Deuteronomy 7, verse 18 says, But do not be afraid of them. Remember well what, I like that, remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt. Amen. Mm. So, on today's call, we're going to discuss seven ways to develop a spiritual entrepreneurial mindset. Get ready, get ready, get ready. That's it. <clears throat> Our goal to learn something. Let me just say it this way. My goal, my wife's goal, our goal, and we believe yours too, is to learn something from everything we read and hear. In fact, our prayer is to recall and remember what we've read and heard. That's also my prayer for everyone who hears our voice on these calls. We ask God how to take the thoughts that we've written or heard and make them applicable in our lives. That's it. Your mindset. Is simply a collection of the dominant thoughts in your life. Proverbs 4.23, 4.23, New Century Version. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. That's such a powerful scripture. It is. Yesterday, I had a conversation with a dear friend of mine. He's a spiritually gifted and married man. He was explaining how he also got involved sexually with a married woman through texting. Mm. Well. Texting and other forms of social media are guided by your thoughts. They can run your life in a positive, godly manner, or you can drift over to the dark side. It's a choice. Here's my paraphrase of Proverbs 4.23. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run or ruin your life. My friend also ruined his life, and that of another family as well. If you want to be an entrepreneur, spiritual or wise, you need to learn how to collect, assemble, activate, and utilize the dominant thoughts in your life. Here are seven ways to develop a spiritual entrepreneurial mindset. They're not the only ways, but there are seven we felt stirred to share with you in this teaching. Mm -hmm. Number one, divine direction. There are a lot of people out there you can listen to. <clears throat> you get bombarded by infomercial kings and spiritual swamis, really. But if you want your success to be lasting, you really need to be seeking diligently divine direction about your ideas, your plans, and the ultimate journey to your destiny as a spiritual entrepreneur. Yes. Proverbs 3, starting with verse 5. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Message Bible says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. That means put the Holy Spirit to work for you. Listen to God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. You know, God is on the throne. Jesus ever sits at his right hand making intercession for us. But the Holy Spirit is down here running the earth as we allow him access to our lives. There's never an acceptable excuse for a believer not knowing what they're going to do, or which way to go if you're consulting the Holy Spirit yes. and waiting for answers from Him. 
If you try to figure out things on your own to solve your own problems by yourself, then why do you need God? Simply said, only one of you is going to be working on and through the problem, situation, or the attack. That's either you or him. You either take your hands off and let him get his hands on, you know, <clears throat> and as the verse says, listen for God's voice in everything you do so that when you make a decision, you know it was based on what the Lord wants you to know and hear. The reason we listen for his voice is because he's the one that will keep us on track. Let me throw in Isaiah 48, 17. Isaiah 48, 17 says, Thus says the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. Who teaches us to profit? It says God teaches us to profit. That's it. Which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldst go. Not maybe you wouldst go, but you shouldst go. Yeah. The way you should go. I'm making funnies. But the point is, True. Not only should we not we quit worrying and listen for his voice, but we need to realize he's the only one who's going to really show us how to profit in our entrepreneurial enterprise. You know, according to Strong's Concordance, the word profit in the Hebrew uh, vocabulary is H3276. 3276, and it means gain, benefit, profit. So, my friend and child of God, be encouraged when you follow his divine direction. He's going to sustain you through every attack and even cause you to gain profit and benefit from the attacks of the enemy. Do you hear what I said? Gain profit and benefit from the attacks of the enemy. We lend to, we, I have a tendency to look at attacks, with a, attacks from the enemy with a fatalistic view, imagining that we've lost something. But we need to change our focus. We need to imagine how we're going to gain benefit or profit from the attack. Yes. If it's coming our way, it's to show us something we don't know. But the key, sometimes the only way God gets our attention is to shake us up a little bit. But the key is to follow his direction. We need to understand and obey the words found in Isaiah 48, 17, Message Bible. I am God, your God, who teaches you how to live right and well. I show you what to do, where to go. Amen. Number two, develop knowledge. I'm good with numbers. I can tell almost exactly the number of people in a crowded room or auditorium with just a glance. I can count cash in my head with amazing accuracy. I can look at a large stale of mail, stack of mail, tell you the exact number of pieces, even when the count is greater than 50. Having said that, I never made great grades in algebra, trigonometry, calculus, geometry. I didn't do that for two reasons. First, I never saw the need. Me, under no scenario, thank you, Lord, meaning under no scenario, could I figure why I needed to master these mathematic courses. Second, and most importantly, my lack of motivation caused me to never fully understand the concepts. Now, get ready for this next statement. It's impossible to succeed at something you don't understand. Let's say it again. It's impossible to succeed at something you don't understand. Knowledge allows you to navigate the future while avoiding pitfalls, sinkholes, and minefields. It's been said that knowledge is power. If that's true, and I believe that it is, 
and a lack of knowledge diminishes the power over our own destiny. The Word confirms that knowledge is power in two amazing verses. Proverbs 8.14, 8.14, Classic Amplified. I have counsel and sound knowledge. I have understanding. I have might and power. When we know what we need to know, we know we've got what it takes to succeed. And the second one is Proverbs 24.5, 24.5, Message Bible. Strong man knows how to use his strength, but a person with knowledge is even more powerful. You know, we got the dynamic duo, and I'm not talking about Batman and Robin. We got wisdom and power to achieve whatever vision God has birthed within us. Amen to that. Three, develop confidence. If you're not confident in your knowledge or your attitude and abilities, then you will become complacent in your efforts. Psalm 71.5, Psalm 71.5 in the classic Amplified Bible says, for you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth and the source of my confidence. David put his, from a very early age, his confidence in believing what God said was true. That's right. <clears throat> if you've got faith, <clears throat> excuse me, then you've got confidence. Yes. Ephesians 3.12, 3.12 in the classic Amplified says, In whom, because of our faith in him, we dare to have the boldness, courage, and confidence of free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. Well, When your confidence is born in faith, it gives you a boldness in knowing that you can achieve what needs to be achieved, regardless of the obstacles, because God's in it. 1 John 5, 4, I love this, 1 John 5, 4, says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Wow, <clears throat> I love it. I also love verse 5. That's it. That says, and if he hears us, we know we have that which we have placed before him. So faith creates confidence, which births boldness, which produces happiness. Amen. Second Corinthians, or what I should really want to say joy, but 2 Corinthians 7, 16 in the New Living Translation says, I am very happy now because I have complete confidence in you. When you're confident in who you are, what you know, and what you're doing, it's going to show to people around you. Your confidence will be contagious to those around you, giving you uncommon favor in everything your hand finds to do. Fear flees when confidence in God's word shows up. Psalm 86.7, 86.7 in the Message Bible says, Every time I'm in trouble, I call on you, confident that you'll answer. And 1 John 5.5, 5, 5.15, excuse me, 5.15 in the Message Bible says, And if we're confident that he's listening, we know what, we have, what we've asked for, for is as good as ours. That's the one I quoted earlier, but I like quoting it. You know, honey, this is probably <laughs> Great scripture to stop with. Wow. And we're going to continue this teaching tomorrow. And uh, we encourage you to, you know, listen to the playback. Yeah. Get these scriptures and powerful points deep down inside your spirit. That's it. The playback number is 1-712-472-432-0990. And the access code is the same, 832 936 pounds. Same one you used today.
Amen. All right. So until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.